Oh, oh, okay. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. Monday, February 27th, 2023 A.D. Only two more days, only two more days and two watches of Black History Month. What a mess. Going to have a fun loosey-goosey Monday show, everybody. It is, uh, everybody loves Mondays, right? Based Scott Adams. I was teasing it since, uh, since on Friday, and I never got to it. So I'm going to cover based Scott Adams on the blacks. And so a little bit of screenshots, perhaps, of black on white crime. No videos because we don't play that stuff. Black on Asian hatred. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh my goodness! The arrest video of that person, that man, what black man, who was arrested in Orlando, Florida, area, Orange County, Florida. Not to be confused with California. So funny. I they're killing me. <clears throat> Excuse me. What a mess. Black Lives Matter have been doing that. There's some girls who did that in a f- video in Atlanta area, I think. What a mess. Um, and by the way, MAGA, you ever think about maybe MAGA was possibly racist? Make America great again? When was it ever great for the blacks? And by the way, African Americans built this country. That's what Trump says. Uh, Lord, I have those clips, like I mentioned on Friday, but I didn't get to them. And your calls, guys, if you would like to call in. But anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. How you guys doing? I am fine. I have my Hake t-shirt on again. It's a different Hake t-shirt. On Friday, I wore the white ink one. Today, I have the black ink one. I like the sort of neutral color, brownish color. Nice, huh? I think it's nice. Somebody said Hake is not wearing his hair. Hair gel is running low. I don't use gel. But yeah, I didn't put the, I didn't put like enough water in it or something. I don't know. I need to refresh the water, but that's okay. Um, I will get to your super chats, everybody. Those of you who want to super chat in on Rumble and everywhere, and Streamlabs and Coffee, Ko-Fi, buy me a coffee, and wherever else. Nice. I appreciate that. Um, but first, let me cover based Scott Adams. We got to start right off with this, right? Clip 13, uh, Ryan Dawson shared this on Twitter. I don't know wh- who Ryan Dawson is. I feel like there was a not morally straight YouTuber named that, but I could be mistaken, could be confusing it, but I don't think it's the same guy. This is Rye Liberty. 
So a not morally straight YouTuber would probably be a liberal, and this person sounds like he's for liberty of some sort, not a total liberal. So he asked, is this real or deep fake? And I saw this last week, been meaning to share it with you. Two minutes and 51 seconds long or so. Here's based Scott Adams, the Dilbert creator. He's been on the J.C. Lee Peterson show. JLP covered him. If you watched the J.C. Lee Peterson show or listened, then you heard this already. But here's my clip of it. Um, he's been on the Fallen State as well, by the way. Here he is on the blacks who don't like white people. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the hell away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. Right? This can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where... You know, I have a very low black population because, unfortunately, there, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when, when he notes that the, when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm uh, going to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life and I've been... The only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. <laughs> it makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. Uh, the, the, it's over. Don't, don't even think it's worth trying. Totally not trying. But those who don't want to focus on education, you just need to get away from them. Just get as much distance as you can. That's my recommendation. Um, and I'm also really sick of seeing video after video of black Americans beating up non-black citizens. Yep. Um, you know, I realize it's anecdotal and it you know, doesn't give me a, a full picture of what's happening. But every day I look on social media and there's some black person beating the out of some white person. I'm kind of over it. I'm over it. Right. So I, I quit. So that was Scott Adams, the Dilbert comic creator. I used to read Dilbert sometimes. It was kind of funny, fun, about office culture, of which I don't know much. That was from episode 2027, Scott Adams. AI goes woke. I accidentally joined a hate group, Trump and policing in schools, or something like that, or policing schools, from Real Coffee with Scott Adams. He streams out on YouTube and elsewhere, I think. He used to do Periscope. 
Remember Periscope? Used to be connected to Twitter. Uh, Real Coffee with Scott Adams YouTube channel. February 22nd, 2023. And he was referencing a, um, a poll by one of those poll people who asked, are you okay with the phrase, it's okay to be white? I, something to that effect, you know. It's okay to be white. Fine or not fine? Strongly disagree, strongly agree, somewhat disagree, somewhat agree. No opinion. And apparently half of blacks somewhat disagreed with that, or strong, some even strongly disagreed with that. And the it's okay to be white line was promoted by racists, meaning people who don't hate whites, people who want everybody to love the whites, or want to promote love for whites. And it's called racist to say, oh, it's okay to be white in colleges and everywhere. And people are having a... I heard that pollsters are having a hard time polling people anyway. I heard that the same group that polled the people on this are the same group that said 40% of blacks are going to vote for Trump. Something to that effect. Could be wrong. But... It's more than just a single poll that Scott Adams is judging this thing on. And I've heard that he talked to other people about this. That Hotep Jesus guy, weird black guy who thinks he's independent thinking. I don't know much about him. But he was saying, oh, I know that in these black communities, it's, it's all messed up because of systemic racism. It's not, it's not their fault. Scott Adams was saying that. I don't know if he means that or not. Uh, But the reality is, and everybody knows it too, blacks think whites are racist when blacks are the ones who are the ones hung up on the race thing more than the whites are. And the blacks are the ones hating the whites. Not so much the other way around. Of course, the whites are just scared. Or pandering. And that only feeds more hatred. There is a tweet from Ron Flipkowski. I read on Hake News that a bunch of newspapers dropped him, dropped his uh, his uh, Dilbert comic strip. And according to his Twitter, he tweeted at Jesse Lee Peterson because Jesse Lee Peterson said he had to have known that his the newspapers were going to drop him after he said this. And sure enough, they did. I'm like, really? He knew that? I mean, it only makes sense if you're thinking ahead. I guess I never had to be concerned about that. I've never worked at a job where I get in trouble for my politics, for running my mouth. I may lose friends, but I don't think about uh, (laughs) getting fired. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Or getting my... uh, I've never had a comic strip that uh, I had to kiss up to the liberal media. Ron Flipkowski, my favorite liberal, one of my favorite Twitter liberals. And I may be using the term favorite a little loosely, but I refer to him a lot. So he is a favorite, right? I favor his tweets for coverage on the JLP show. He gets a lot of views. Uh, Here's this tweet. He... um, 
Scott Adams a hater. Scott Adams tweeted, Dilbert has been canceled from all newspapers, websites, calendars, and books because I gave some advice everyone agreed with, meaning get, stay away from people who hate you. And by the way, there's a lot of uh, black-on-white crime, anecdotally, of course. But I'm sick of it. Um, and Ron Flipkowski didn't quote tweet. He screenshotted it and said, I always like stories with a happy ending because he's happy. Evil ex-conservative, so-called conservative, not a Christian, by the way, Ron Flipkowski, former prosecutor turned lawyer, liar, defense attorney, sleepy Joe Biden supporter, former America supporter, now, but, ne- but never Christian, now Ukraine supporter. He has a Ukraine flag on him on his twi- tweet, Twitter profile thing. Says, I always like stories of the happy ending. He's gleeful. Evil people gleeful at evil befalling an innocent man, Scott Adams, who told the truth. It's funny. You point out, you point out the blacks are hateful, and then you get called hateful. And he wasn't even particularly hateful about it. Weak. <laughs> you guys, uh, Flipkowski, is that a Polish name? Polish Jewish guy? Nice guy, I'm sure, right? Even though he's not very nice in uh, his thing. I don't know what Elon Musk said, but Huffington Post said, uh, Elon Musk tweeted about the racist rant by the creator of Dilbert. Huffington Post is a far-left Enemies of America outlet. And it wasn't to condemn the remarks. Well, (laughs) I haven't looked into what they said, but... Or what he said. Based Elon Musk... White South African, white native South African, who hasn't talked about the plights of the whites. I'm not sure what he's saying. I'm somewhat interested. Maybe later in the week I'll let you guys know or you guys can look it up. (laughs) But it's funny that their go-to thing is it wasn't to condemn the remarks. Elon Musk is somewhat of a free speech guy, I guess. I don't know what he said. But it's funny that everybody wants people to condemn Scott Adams' remarks. Scott Adams has been doing the uh, coffee talk, not coffee talk, but uh, coffee with Scott Adams, the simultaneous sip for years, or several years, ever since Trump has come on the scene. So he he says so much, you know. But I guess this was notable, and everybody freaked out about it. Well-known guy. He tends to play it safe in what he says. Fair-minded. He's even for the vax, I heard. Some people just totally turned on Scott Adams for being for the vaccine. Because he's sort of a normal guy. Who is Scott Adams? Who, Tunisia first, is Scott Adams? I am assuming that's what TF stands for. Everything is fake. I'm reading the chat. He says, who TF is Scott Adams? TF, Tunisia first? Shout out to Tunisia. Did you guys hear my, <laughs> my uh, Tunisian caller talking about their president saying the uh, so-called African migrants need to go back? The illegals need to go back? They've been a problem. We've had problems here. They have to go back. Scott Adams is a cartoonist. And he also predicted Trump would win, by the way. Back in 2015, September of 2015, he predicted Trump would win. Something like that. He said, 
uh, Donald J. Trump is a master at persuasion. And he would win the uh, 2016 election. He was on the J.S. Lee Peterson show shortly after that. Talked about his uh, kill shot. What, is it, what type of kill shot was it? His kill shots on, like, lying Ted Cruz, sleepy Joe Biden, uh, crooked, lying crooked Hillary. Who else? Uh, Low-energy Jeb Bush. Remember Jeb Bush? Man. Oh, by the way, I covered up my rebel flag because I'm not supposed to be showing it. <laughs> uh, the beautiful southern flag anyway uh, based Scott Adams right on man and he mentioned that is there anything else to say about it we covered it oh condemn his remarks and all these dumb companies that have nothing to do with it it's just showing a funny Dilbert cartoon he doesn't put much politics or any politics to my knowledge in Dilbert comics strips but they have to get rid of it because we live in a communist country that hates white people and Christians and truth and common sense. We can't have truth. Too manly. Linguistic kill shot is what, it, what the line was, Scott Adams said. Thank you. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Bending over for YouTube. Uh, indeed. Indeed. I am. I'm trying to get monetized or at least whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think hate could be monetized on YouTube if I cover up my beautiful rebel flag? <laughs> oh, man. What a mess. Hey, stop being a beta and show your flag. <laughs> I won't. I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. <laughs> I, may, I may uncover it, but I'm going to just cover it for now, okay? So get used to it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It's so stupid. These dumb companies open up their mouths about stuff that they don't have to open up their mouths about because we have a female-dominated culture. You notice that? It's like a female-minded, liberal, communist, anti-American, anti-Christian, anti-white culture where we pretend, oh, uh, Uber and Lyft, these are like rideshare companies, have to speak out against racism so after Georgia, Florida got the knee on his shoulder blade, a little bit neck area, and everybody felt sorry for Georgia, Florida, because he had a white cop on standing, sitting on him to hold him down. Georgia, Florida, the drug user, abuser, who tried to pass a couple of fake 20s and was acting erratic and resisting arrest and freaking out, tripping on drugs, seemingly. We have to pretend that's racism. Oh, it's racism. Black victimhood somehow. We're going to mind read Derek Chauvin. He had a racist look in his face. He didn't care about the life as he was purposely squeezing the life out of Georgia, Florida. Georgia, Florida. I got that name, Georgia, Florida, from the late, great. I don't know if he's late, but Earl from Michigan. My once... Second favorite caller. Terrible. And everybody's like, oh, we condemn racism. Even the Girl Scouts turned all anti-racist after Georgia, Florida. Stupid organizations that, that, what? 
felt that they need to join into the hatred of white people and pretend that blacks are such victims. Dude would be alive today if he just got in the car, says our resident health expert, Lisa, on uh, Facebook. I think that's her personal opinion, not her professional opinion. (laughs) Maybe it's a professional opinion. Uh, Our resident health expert, Lisa, says, dude, as in Georgia, Florida, my daddy changed the world. Pray for Georgia, Florida's daughter. It's Black History Month. We honor the blacks on Black History Month. (laughs) Poor girl. She said, my daddy changed the world. Yeah, for the worse. And I wonder if he would even be happy about it. He seemed like he wanted to be a Christian and get his life together. Georgia, Florida. <laughs> let's, let's ban, uh, delete our app if you're okay with racism, says Uber. <laughs> Ridiculous. Girl Scouts were practically clan mothers back in the day, says Emperor of Cats. <laughs> uh, he might be joking around. Shameful. What a, what a backwards, upside-down world, right? So, uh, man, I went... Did I go too long? It's, nine, it's like three... Oh, my goodness. Anyway, let me... Let me cover a few instances of this black-on-white crime and black-on-others crime. Scott Adams mentioned black-on-white crimes, being sick of it. I have a screenshot. There is a clip out there on Twitter, but I have a screenshot of it, I think. Let's see here. Black violence crime. I can't breathe. (laughs) Is the folder, Hassan. Uh, Tom Hennessy 69 on Tuesday, February 21st, 2023, did the JLP show cover this? I don't know if Black Kid White Teacher won. This is the screenshot. A black six foot six. You can go ahead and show it once you find it, Hassan. Uh, I put so much in there. It's like he has to swim through all my screenshots and mess <laughs> to find the right one. On Tuesday, the February 21st, a black six foot six inch. That's a, that's a tall glass of water, by the way, if you're a foreigner. Actually, foreigners probably know inches as well as centimeters. 270 pounds. That's a heavy man. Young, young man. Young male. 270-pound student attacked a white teacher. No, this is the wrong one. <laughs> uh, stu- white student. I mean, black student, white teacher. Black kid, white teacher. One and two. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, attacked a white teacher at Mat- Matanzas High School. For taking away his Nintendo Switch during class. And the video is pretty brutal. It's ridiculous. The student is seen kicking and punching the unconscious woman in the back. If you zoom in on that footage, you can see this one of the stomps. He knocked her down on the floor. It looks like hard carpet floor. Look at that. Oh, too graphic. <laughs> For taking away his Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. You're not supposed to be playing video games in class in high school. And she took it away. Mean old white teacher. Matanzas Matanzas High School. Where is that? Student is seen kicking and punching the unconscious white woman in the back and head. 
around 15 times. When the student was escorted away by the deputies, he spit at the teacher and made comments that when he comes back, he was going to kill her. Hashtag Black History Month. Hashtag Black Crime. Hashtag Black Culture. Hashtag Black IQ. IQ, Which I, of course, disavow. You can see Hodge Twins tweeted about this. A couple of black conservative guys, they said, the story is this teacher took away his Nintendo and he chased her down and beat the H out of her. What is wrong with these kids? And they tagged Scott Adams. Matanzas High School, Palm Coast, Florida. And that's the story. Uh, And uh, NBC News corroborated it. That's the... With a headline and different things like that. Other outlets covered it. First degree, charged with, as an adult with first degree felony assault on a teacher. Six foot, six inch student, according to New York Post. Wild. Black on white crime. Black on teacher crime. So common, by the way. She was trying to help... He was trying, she was trying to help the boy. The young man. The teen. Teenagers. Yeah, he was arrested. Charged as an, as an adult. <laughs> uh, goodness. Scott Adams may be on to something about uh, stop helping. Sheriff David Clark who beat out JLP in the Coon Awards one time. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I disavow that word. (laughs) I'm not supposed to say that. I'm not black. Uh, Sheriff David A. Clark on Twitter talked about black crimes against Asians, and he quote tweeted, Asian crime report, active Asian on Twitter, said a black man in New York harassing and bothering, well, that might not be a crime, an Asian woman. These racist incidents are not one-offs. They happen every day in America. The mainstream media just hides it, so people call us anti-black for calling it out. And David A. Clark Jr., Sheriff David Clark of Milwaukee, who brought the murder clearance rates, homicide clearance rates in, in his area in Milwaukee when he was in charge, up to uh, 60% or 80, 80%, I think, according to his bio, 80%. JLP has interviewed him on the uh, J.C. Lee Peterson show. Sheriff David Clark. 80% murder clearance rates. That means they solve the case, roughly. The cops basically solve the case. Arrest, or they find the guy's dead, or whatever. You know, the suspect for the murder. They arrest the suspect, who, the person whom they think is the suspect anyway. Innocent unless proven guilty. 80% of the time. Nationwide, it's 60%. In a in like Chicago, it's like hovers around twenty percent. Sometimes seventeen percent. Sometimes twenty three percent, twenty five percent. Maybe it's up to twenty eight, thirty percent. Maybe it's thirty five. Maybe it's even forty percent. That's pretty good. Meaning most people still get away with murder in Chicago. And I would venture a guess that most of those are blacks getting away with murder of other blacks. I would guess. And then elsewhere in those high crime areas, they have they get away with murder. Oh, but Colin Kaepernick is worried about cops getting away with murder, getting paid leave. It's not murder that cops are doing most most of the time. 
David A. Clark says blacks have the highest rate of crimes against Asians more than any other race. Leave those people alone. Dang it. He didn't say dang. Sorry, kids. Uh, But he's talking like a man. When you're a man in this sort of instance, maybe you can say that word. Uh, Be led by the spirit. Uh, This is black racism. Stop Asian hate at Newsmax. Crazy, huh? Harassing, by the way. The uh, Asian people talking about, oh, this Asian woman is harassed by a black guy. And I don't have the video, but there's a video there. And I'll have it on my blog post, thehakereport.com slash blog, when I post this when I post this up for this episode today. Active Asian was the account. Harassing him. And he's just yelling at her, shouting at her in New York. I don't know what... Th- I don't know what those Asian women are doing to get harassed. <laughs> uh, terrible. What a mess. But they're victims, guys. They're victims. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do I play this now or do I save it for later? Let me play this later. I'm going to play I Can't Breathe later, okay, guys? Let me get to a call or two first. Poor victim blacks. We love the blacks. It's Black History Month. We honor them. I do have more to play for you guys. More Stephen Wiley, rated highly. Christian rapper. Wrap it up, 1988. But first, let me get to Evil Is Real. And then we'll get to your super chats. Evil Is Real in Texas. That's CJ. CJ in Texas. Not the black one. How you doing, man? Thanks for calling. Hello, Mr. Hello, Mr. Hake. Hey, good to hear from you. Well, I wanted to talk to you about the real J letter conspiracy, which has nothing to do with the Jews. Okay. But I also just wanted to real quickly, uh, I'm not sure how you didn't pick up on this, but John 1515, Jesus says, Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servants knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Oh, that, that to and me, then, it's so clearly oh. saying servants are ignorant of what I teach, uh-huh. and friends know what I'm talking about. And let's see, Paul opens with Romans one one: Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. Huh? Is that so? Is that such a bad thing, though? Uh, no, it just means that you do not know what Jesus is teaching about his Father. It's not that bad of a thing. It just means you're <laughs> ignorant. Idiot. Is he the one who also said we are slaves of Christ? Yeah, that's like even worse than being a servant. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but isn't it? Isn't he supposed to be? Uh, Christ is saying, Christ is like, you're my friend. You're not even my servant. Yeah. You're my friend. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, just just wanted to throw that out there. But I wanted to thank you, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you clarifying. And evil is real. CJ is is referencing his super chat from. Toward the end of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, he said, John fifteen fifteen, I no longer call you servants, but friends. And then Romans 1, 1, Paul, a servant of Christ. Ooh. So it's a, yeah. and you're saying that he's that's just, a, wait, he, he, Yeah, he's Paul, just into religiousness. He thinks that that's the way the Pharisees used to think and stuff, and he just didn't get what Jesus <laughs> was ever teaching. And so oh, I'm going to be a servant, and I'm going to serve, and I'm going to be a slave. And I'm saying, man, Jesus was liberating. And he was calling you friends if you knew the message. But 
I didn't want to get too into the Paul question. Okay, Paul. okay, no problem. Go ahead. So, um, the old, um, the old uh, uh, kind of like rabbis, and uh, in the old days, they went through the Old Testament, and everywhere there was the name of God, Yahweh, they would strike it out, and they would write Adonai above it. Oh. Or they would just write Adonai above it because they thought it was wrong to say the name of God. Did you know that and there was so, a super? T- <laughs> Did you know that there was a super tones song called Adonai? Super tones strike back. <laughs> you know no, who I didn't, super I didn't, tones I didn't, are? No, is it a band you listened to while you were growing up? A little bit. Uh, Christian yeah, ska, so, Christian punk yeah, ska so, pop stuff. Yes, and no one other than you and your brothers know who that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so they so they replaced all of the instances of uh, YHWH, Yahweh, with Adonai. And they would say Adonai. Now, Adonai... DC Talk pronounced it Yahweh. Oh, that's nice. But DC Talk, the rappers, the they said, oh, uh, Yahweh. Oh, Yahweh. Yeah, <laughs> spelled with the same vowel consonant arrangement as Torah, and we don't say Torah, so, oh. I mean, just wrong. Okay. But it's like I'm saying, there's been a pronounced movement to mispronounce and not say the name of God by these Hebrews, so yeah, they also, Yeshua they also instead leave... of Yahshua and Yahweh instead of Yahweh, it's just, it's just uh, you're just listening to what the conspiratorial Jewish teachers have misled. So they're the ones who also say that it's they spell it G hyphen D rather than G O D. Yeah, well, I mean that would be not the Hebrews doing that. Um, oh, okay. I mean, not not the Hebrew speaking people. But the people, but, but the people, of, same idea the, though about respect for God. You're not supposed to say His name. Something yeah, like I guess uh, in the Old Testament, God says, "Keep my name but, out your mouth." And that. And then, no, it doesn't say out your mouth. And so instead of keeping his name, they erased it out of the entire uh, Bible, which is, you know, wow. that's what God wanted. Hmm. Um, so then they got rid of all the YHWH, and they replaced it with Adonai. Now, Adonai kind of means Lord, but it also has like a protector uh, aspect to it. So it's more like a protector guy that's in charge. Okay. Um, the actual Hebrew word for the word Lord is Baal, um, which Wait, is say the that again? name that the actual Hebrew word for Lord is B-A-A-L. Like, a, like, ba- uh, like Baal, a, like the false god, the golden calf Baal or something like that? Yeah, the sa- God named Satan um, Lord. Whoa. The, the word for Lord. And I mean, you can just Google... Hebrew word for Lord, B-A-apostrophe-A-L. Wow. And so they've now kind of changed God's name into another word that commonly gets translated into the word that's actually translated from Satan's name. Now, to get even further... So Adonai came from Baal or Baal? No, Baal translates into Lord. Oh, okay. And... They translated Adonai also into Lord. So oh, now wow. we have the same name for God as Satan's name translates from Hebrew. Whoa. Which 
not sure if God's like, hey, man, get rid of my name and replace it with Satan's. But that's, huh. you know, anyway. Now to take it a step further to get to the J question, uh, are you aware that the letter J didn't make its way into the English language until the 1600s? I've heard something to that effect. I didn't know it was that recent, but I've heard I've heard that like somebody didn't have a letter J, like the Greeks didn't have a letter J or something like that. Yeah, it didn't exist in any Latin language. That's why Iago Iago <laughs> is yeah. Jacob. Yeah, Iago. And king, you know that, and it used bird? it used to be the King Iames Bible. Oh, you serious? Very serious. And it was pronounced that way too. The key, there was not even a sound for J. So when I tell the Mexicans that my name is James, and they say James, because <laughs> it was because they don't have a letter J. They don't have a sound. Yeah, J. or they say, uh, or they say Jesus for J. Before the letter J, they used to use the letter X. So Javier in wow. Spanish is spelled X A V I E R. Yeah. And so then once they had the letter J, they started replacing things with it. So right. they once they got the letter J. It's a great so, letter. And this is why I kind of it's maybe important to kind of <laughs> know the Hebrew is that like Jonathan in Hebrew is actually uh uh Yonatan. Um Whoa. Which, so Yah in Hebrew is the short familial name of Yahweh. So okay. that would be like calling Jonathan John or Matthew Matt. If yeah. you want to call Yahweh by like a familial name, you call him Yah. So oh. Yonatan is, uh, means Yahweh has given. Matthew is uh, Matayahu, uh, which means gift of Yahweh. Whoa! Like that, like that uh, reggae rapper guy, Jewish reggae rapper, Madis yeah. Yahu. That's his new real name is supposed to be Matthew. Yeah, and like uh, who knew? Uh, yeah, and like Jacob is uh, Yaakov, and um, <laughs> that that means follower. But I think it also uh, it has uh, also means a may uh, may Yahweh protect. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we have the letter J in America. It makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yahshua meant uh, Yahweh delivers or Yahweh saves. Yeah. Jesus is real name. It feels too Arab so, for me. I'm uncomfortable. So what there was was there was all these Yahs left and all these people's names in the Bible. And so with by introducing the letter J and replacing all of the Ys with it, they were able to eliminate God's name completely from the Bible to get rid of every single instance of it that was even left over in other people's names. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Y-H- pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Y- you, know who, you know who did that, right? Was the, uh, that would be uh, the descendants of the Church of Paul that absolutely adopted the Bible and then read uh, King James Bible and the Roman, and everybody descended from the Roman Church is to systematically remove God's name from every single use that it appeared in the Bible. Five Anelgas on one says YH means I am. Uh, YHWH is the is the form of Haya, which means to be, and it means like I am. Oh, okay. 
but you should probably call God uh, He is. Oh, okay, rather than I am. Right. Right. So are you His one of, for him is you, I am. His name, your name for him is. So when is. Jesus said I am, did that mean that he was saying that he's God? Um, I wouldn't think so. I mean, anybody can say I am. That's just what God told you to call him. Because when he so, said before Abraham, you know that you know that he says before Abraham was I am. Right. So it just means he was around. Is that what it means? Like, what does it mean to you when he's how? Would okay, you... after after Abraham was around, I am right now. That doesn't mean that I'm Yahweh. Right, but he I mean, Yahweh's before, name is a before is Abraham a verb and a was word. before Abraham was I am. In, it, yeah. How do you take that? That Jesus was in the celestial kingdom with all of the angels, just like Lucifer was around before. Abraham. That's what that, I. That's you know, how I. That's Jesus. how I understood it as a kid too, man. You can't. You can't take every use of "I am" in the Hebrew language and say that means God. It's a. Right. It's a very common verb. I mean, that's right. just. That's like saying, "Oh, the Word was with God, and and Jesus is the Word, and the yeah. Word is this, and this, and this." And then it's like, yeah, he clearly, clearly says that he's not God when he calls out, "My God." Right. My God, why have you forsaken me? Like, and, and that okay, was so he has a God that left him. <laughs> and what was that? What was the meaning of that when he said, "My God, my"? He was on the cross, and he was quoting one of the Psalms, right? When it, I think David's words, yeah. King David's words. Well, he was about ready to go to Shaul to suffer for three days, meaning hell. And Shaul, oh, well, yeah, I mean, Shaul is hell because it's a place that is apart from God, and God doesn't exist in Shaul, so you can't have any relationship with God if you're in Shaul. So, wow. God detached himself from Jesus so that Jesus, yeah. that's what I think, is so that Jesus could go to Shaul and God couldn't accompany him um, into that part of his suffering. Interesting, man. Yep. Well, but anyway, that's the conspiracy do- of the letter J and how it was introduced to obliterate all vestiges of the name of God from the Bible, and uh, huh, does it matter though? Like, it, because in different languages, matter at all? It doesn't matter at all. No, you should always take a name, and you should not translate. It. First of all, these aren't even translations of names; these are just completely different words. Uh huh. But if you want to, but really, names should be transliterated. Um, so Nebuchadnezzar, we didn't translate his name. We just transliterated it so oh. that it still sounds the same. Okay. And that's what you should properly do with people's names is transliterate them, not translate them. So if you want, like, Jesus is not a translation of Yahshua. The translation of Yahshua into English is Yahweh says. Uh, Jesus is just a made-up name that has no meaning at all. And so when you start taking away people's names, like God's name from I am, and you turn it into Lord, mm-hmm. well, Lord and I am, they're not related ideas Why? Why should you... Oh, yeah, fair point. Why should we care, though? Or why should we keep... Well, wait, let's, let's, let's take Yahshua's name, and Yahshua's name means Yahweh saves, right? Okay. So doesn't that kind of call into question if Jesus should be called the Savior, if Jesus' name is this other entity, Faith? 
Jesus' name is literally Yahweh saves. And we're like, Jesus saved us. It's like, oh, well, his yeah. name is actually Yahweh saves you. Right. So when you take away the names, you take away the meaning, because names had meanings. They were more like Fair. titles in Hebrew. Fair point. Um, they weren't just, like, in America, we just have silly names, like Jill. Well, okay, Jill doesn't mean anything. That's not a silly name, That's man. Just, um, just a silly name. It's not All silly. Are silly. <laughs> silly. Well, I appreciate it, but man. It, They're very interesting. Yeah. Thanks yep. for the input. Anyway, take care and uh, have a great day. All right. You as well, CJ. Take care. Shout out to your high IQ uh, chat. Indeed. I will be reading your super chats to that effect. <laughs> Peace out. All right. Take care. <laughs> that was Evil Israel, CJ in Texas, uh, with some super chats. Evil Israel. On streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Good morning to the high IQ chat, he said. Also, good morning to the flat earthers and the Paulites. Paulites. Sour creators, sauerkraut, sour creators, sauerkraut eaters, and whole milk drinkers are the best. Well, I have whole milk yogurt. Does that count? Does that count? And sauerkraut. I have kimchi. That's the same thing, right? Kimchi? It's like a, what is it? Um, cabbage with, what's in, what is sauerkraut, also known as kimchi? It's the same thing, right? <laughs> Except one is pink or red, and the other one is like white or off-white or yellowish. Sauerkraut is German. Kimchi is what, Korean? Uh, and what does it have? Do you know what kim, do you know what that stuff is made out of, Hassan? I mean, I believe they're both fermented. Fermented, okay, fermented, okay. I believe. I didn't want to say pickled because I'm not sure if they're pickled. Pickles are also, I believe, fermented. Are they? (laughs) And that that means they keep longer, so it's practical. And supposedly... um, But I hate pickles. That's my dilemma. (laughs) I was raised to... I was raised allowed to be picky. But what were you about to say? There you go. Picky pickles. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think the fermented has a lot of... uh, what is that, like probiotics? I've heard something to that effect. Okay. And that's good for you. It's like good bacteria. Supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. Some, pro- some, bio- some probiotics are too much for you. And uh, I'm, a, I'm on the side of, I'm for it. You're, pro, pro, you're for probiotics? Yeah. But not all probiotics are good for you, I think. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard that you can have too much or you can have the wrong kinds or it's kind of an untested uh, fad, sure. but I, but I agree with you. I mean, one doctor told me that the best probiotics is just yogurt. Yeah, just normal yogurt. Hmm. That's the best. Well, that's what he said. One, that's one guy's opinion. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah, probably so. Um, and so, okay. And how do you how do you ferment it? Or how do you pickle something? Because pickles are kind of gross to me because it's like overly salty, and I like salt. And it's like overly like what is it vinegar or I like a little vinegar now, but <laughs> I wonder what it is because I like what's, what pickles are made out of. Fine, like what is it made out of? Cucumbers, right? I, sp- I can eat I cucumbers. So. It's just nice. It's normal. It doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> yeah, how does it get to being gross? Pickles, smushy and ugh. it's a good point. It's overpowering taste. Don't put them on my burger. I can't even have the residue. On my burger. Really? Yeah, it's the too pickles. gross. Ugh. What about on Chick-fil-A sandwich? Uh-uh. No, I don't like pickles at all. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> so you you say no to the pickle on the Chick Fil A sandwich? Right. Yeah. No mustard. No mayo. No pickles. No relish. No no ketchup. I'll have a little bit of ketchup nowadays. Just a touch. Just slightly dip it with the uh, <laughs> fries. I just like a cheeseburger with nothing on it. But now I have a cheeseburger with lettuce, tomatoes, and grilled onions only. Mm. That's my uh, that's my go-to for In-N-Out. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Sauerkraut, it's supposed to be good for you, though. And yeah. sauerkraut I've started to like by itself. But I don't like it on the sandwich. It's like too much. That's, what sandwiches do they have those on? Pastrami or something like that? Not pastrami. Maybe. Some people know. just have sauerkraut sandwiches. I know. Man. Or that might just be a slur. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that I've heard someone say. Yeah. Ugh. I'm too picky. But thank you, Hassan. Appreciate yes, sir, the, thank you. <laughs> the expertise. E- ecusole. Ecusole. E-Q-Q-U-S-O-L-E. Bought three coffees on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. Good morning, Hake. Today is Sunday, February 26th, 2023 A.D., meaning yesterday. Hope you had a great, hope you have a great day. By the way, I used to live in Temple City back in the early 2000s. Nice. Me too. Actually, the early 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s I lived there, and then I lived in Covina. Then I lived in Sierra Madre. Then I lived in El Monte. Then I lived back up in Temple City, and that was fun. I don't miss living in SoCal, he says, but I do miss Irwindale Speedway. Nice. Irwindale Speedway. I've been there once. Alex DePepe's. You got my mouth watering, man or woman. Alex DePepe is almost as good of pizza as Little Caesars. Almost. Little Caesars is the best. And, of course, the San Gabriel Mountains. Indeed. Thank you, man. Taking me back with the sunshine emoji, sun emoji. Very nice, Ecusole, Ecusol. I don't know how to pronounce your name, man. Or woman. But I appreciate that. Let me check over here on co-fi.com slash the hate reports. So hard to listen to. Delilah gave a tip. Society listening to Satan going wild. Laughing face emoji with crying. Laughing face emoji with crying. Laughing face emoji with crying. With tears. Laughing face emoji with tears. Thank you, Delilah. And I assume that that is uh, the lady who calls me Samson. (laughs) Uh, Very nice. Male picky eaters seem kind of beta to me. Sorry, says Lisa, our resident health expert. Accurate. Maybe I'll get better one day. I did, to my credit, choke. Not even choke. I did take down... When I was I was working in a in a uh, Broadway style show one time, Sean out there, if you're listening, I worked a show one time back. St- I was working on the stage, stagehand type of a guy, and the guy who was in charge of us bought us all burgers from this place in up in Hollywood and Vine, and <laughs> I disavow that Jupiter. That's not okay. Okay, that is true. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, and I ate it. I ate it. It had, I could tell it had pickles. It probably had thousand. It might've had mustard and all that stuff. I'm like, I was hungry. I'm like, I know all this stuff is edible, so I'm eating it. (laughs) I didn't totally enjoy it, but it wasn't that disgusting because I had a made up mind that I was going to eat it. 
That's the only time I've ever done that. Oh, spoiled Hake. Spoiled Hake. I'm shaking my head. Life would be simpler if I didn't have to specify things. I look at the, the menus, and some of these things look good. If only I could um, say, you know, say, leave off the, the this or the that. <sighs> but my mother let me make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or have cereal instead of, uh, I don't know, shark or hal- halibut. I ate sometimes, but shark I didn't eat and stuff like that. Broski Bear concurs. I agree. Men who are picky eaters are beta. Also, men with food allergies are beta. <laughs> I guess that leaves Hake and Joel Friday in the beta pile. <laughs> I don't know if he should put Joel Friday's business out there. Uh, Joel is not allergic or anything to anything. Evil Israel says sauerkraut was on Captain Cook's ship that sailed around the world and prevented scurvy due to its high vitamin C. I've learned to like sauerkraut thanks to uh, that other thing that is called that, too. Kimchi. Thank you, Nick. Our resident food expert. (laughs) Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, I'm going to play some I Can't Breathe clips. They're funny. I'm going to play some uh, MAGA is racist type mess in a clip from Uncle Tom 2. It's very based. has JLP in it. Very cool. Trump, African-Americans built this country and other stuff. And your calls if you would like to call in. But now it's time for some music. It is Black History Month. And it is... <laughs> it's meant to be a joke, but now I'm like full-blown play- celebrating Black History Month. Only two more days, guys. It is Stephen Wiley, rated highly... Christian rapper from 1988, Wrap It Up. And this track is entitled Why I Rap. I hope you enjoy it. I know I do. <laughs> you musical Philistines, cover your ears or press mute or press pause and then fast forward. It's only three minutes long or grin and bear it. And I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. Some people rap about In life is to rap about Jesus Christ. Teenagers rapping on the phone hours at a time. Dad tries to call, but you're tying up the line. Rapping about stuff that really doesn't matter. Cause everything you rap about is only idle chatter. Athletes rapping about playing their sport. Like pooping the ball at the basketball court. Right. He 
Stephen Wiley. He is black. He is not white. To this day, he lives. And he is a pastor, I think, now. It's not, no, it's not, Hake. No, it's not so good. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, nice. Right on. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that excellent High-quality music. I think it was recorded off of the robo-voice. Yes. Wasn't that so good? Coach, covert over. Covert zero over. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Underscore. (laughs) Space underscore. Uh, (laughs) Takes me back. Takes me back. Um, You know what's not based? This. I'm shaking my head in advance of this. Clip 12, I guess 12A. This is from I am yes, you are no on Twitter. Oh, look, another rich Hollywood elitist telling me what an awful racist place America is. It's about a minute long. And this is, is Brian Cranston the name of the actor or the name of the character? Actor. Actor? Okay. (laughs) This is... I think this is Brian Cranston, and I don't know when this was, but he's talking to Wallace, Chris Wallace or Mike Wallace, not the good one, the son, the one, the, the son of the legend, not the legend, <laughs> according to Trump bashes Mr. Wallace, I think it's Chris Wallace, formerly of Fox News, then he went to CNN Plus, and then they canceled CNN Plus, <laughs> he went to work for CNN, no more black music, Hake. <laughs> we'll see, we shall see. Um, here he is talking about make America great again. When was America great? Here he is. How did we get to a point where we treated other human beings as slaves and, and we're okay with that? When I, when I see the, the make America great again, my comment is, do you, do you, do you accept that that could possibly be construed as a racist remark. And most people, a lot of people, go, 
how could that be racist? Make America great again? I, I said, so just ask yourself from, from an African-American experience, when was it ever great in America for the African-American? Song of the South, baby. When was it great? So if you're making it great again, it's not including them. So it's, it's to teach us in the woke world to open up and, and accept the possibilities that our privilege has created blind spots for us. And maybe I haven't seen what is really happening yet in all my years. Haven't seen what is really happening yet? What does he know about the black experience? Actually, it's America's quite great for blacks right now. And back then, better, more sensible for more of them. Uh, this guy is the same guy from that TV show called Breaking Bad, where he plays this uh, science teacher, right? He's a science teacher, and then he gets, catches cancer, and then he, has to, he feels that he has to start selling meth or create, making meth and selling it. Or making it meth and uh, having other people sell it to uh, to make money. I heard it was a good show. I saw parts of it on Place Boying. You ever seen the Place Boying remixes? That was my introduction to it. And there's a younger guy who's even more cringy than that. And that's pretty cringy as Brian Cranston pretending that uh, oh, it's so terrible for blacks. He doesn't even know. African-American experience. They're not African-Americans, man, but he doesn't know that. That's okay. Place boying is great, says Lisa. Yeah. Place boying. Placebo-ing. Excellent remixes of Donald J. Trump, of the the great competitor Alex Jones, and of Breaking Bad TV shows, seasons, Um, and other stuff. There was another younger guy who was his partner who did this. Oh, he was, he appeared in a, I have to pull that up for you guys this week. Maybe he's, uh, oh, I admit racism is bad. I forget what it was, but it was something really phony and cringy. He's a good actor. Stick to acting guys. You're better at acting. (laughs) You're better at acting than. Pretending you care about black people or what is something like that. Uh, by the way, somebody suggested an early life check on uh, Brian Cranston. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. Perhaps we will look it up later. <laughs> Which is a early early life check is a anti-Semitic uh, dog whistle. Early life check because he's perhaps he's not a Christian. He's certainly not coming from a Christian world because Hollywood and all that stuff, you know, the entertainment industry turned very anti-Christian after the backlash against the anti-communists. His father, oh, Nick did the early life check for me. According to Wikipedia, very reliable source, his father was half Irish. Oh, gosh, those Irish. What the heck? Uh, except for Sean, he's, he's white on the inside, Irish on the outside. <laughs> His father was half Irish, quarter Austrian, Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi Jewish. Father, so he's not Jewish. Only, be, only through the mother can you be Jewish. 
because they can confirm the mother. They say, you are the father. That's why they can't say whether or not Jesus' father was God or not. They can't confirm it. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to Sean. Did you know that Sean is Irish? I don't know if I should be putting that out there. <laughs> he's, he's one of the good ones, guys. <laughs> uh, white on the inside. He's whiter than Hake on the inside. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's, let's refute. Let's refute this nonsense gobbledygook from Brian Cranston with uh, this little clip from uh, what Chad O. Jackson, what a Chad, of Uncle Tom 2 fame. He was on The Fallen State, had a great interview on The Fallen State several months back. He tweeted, one of my favorite parts of Uncle Tom documents tree, part two, of course, with JLP Talk, that's Jesse Lee Peterson, and Larry Elder. Almost three minutes long, but it's a good it's a good three minutes. This is from Uncle Tom 2, and it's talking about the uh, when America was great for JLP, growing up on the plantation in Alabama under the Jim Crow laws, and Larry Elder and his father growing up in L.A. Uh, here it is. Uh, 12B is the one. I grew up down in Alabama. When I was growing up, we were not raised to hate. We were never taught that America was bad and that we were not Americans. Look at all these blacks marching. We were raised to love America. Being all appropriate. We were taught about slavery, but not in a way where it made you hate. Dressing like they have some sense. My family and other black people around me were working their own land. Those that wanted to go to college went to college, or they started their own business. My father was born in 1915 in the Jim Crow South. Larry Elder. Athens, Georgia. My father always taught my brothers and me that the door is wide open. I never felt like I was a victim. I never even felt we were poor. I remember thinking my father was rich. I remember asking my father for a quarter. He went in his pocket and he gave it to me. I thought... (laughs) My dad was rich. My dad was a, was a janitor. Elder did not come to his politics by accident. His father, Randolph, was dirt poor with little education. He went to night school, held down two jobs, and raised a family. He was a janitor until I was 10 years old. Then he started a little small business, a cafe not too far from downtown L.A. And my father was always about working hard and not making excuses. When Larry says, look, if you just forget the issue of racism, just put your head down, study hard, work hard, you're going to be all right in the end. You think that's true? Work for me. That's his dad. Work for me. I think it's his dad. Nice, huh? That was was black America, but it's an America that we don't learn about specifically because whenever you have something to be proud of, people have less of a chance of controlling you. 
People walking around talking about make America great again. Al Sharpton. Give me the date that America was great for everybody. Everybody. It wasn't great for blacks when we were enslaved and yes, then had to fight Jim Crow. And then you didn't. You didn't have to fight Jim Crow, you loser. Dummy. That was uh, Al Sharpton, who I grew up thinking and knowing that he was a joke. I didn't know anybody took him seriously. Oh, Lord. Brian over on YouTube says, I'm so happy to hear JLP's message on anger. I wake up walking on water. I used to wake up ready to fight like a beta. Thank you, JLP and crew. Nice. Uh, Yeah. Wasn't that nice and refreshing hearing um, a spiritual message of don't be angry on Uncle Tom 2 documentary? That was nice. I like that. It gave it depth rather than just the old, oh, blacks used to be Republicans. Who cares? (laughs) Were the Republicans so good back then? Uh, So right on, that's when it was great. Make Brian Cranston, you poo-pooing the Make America Great Again hats. Nice. It's been great for Al Sharpton his whole life. Al Sharpton used to be great, great big fat. Snitch rat, (laughs) says the real Tim Scott, not to be confused with the rhino. (laughs) Oh, what a mess. You had to put the Shawshank Redemption music in. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's movie stuff, I guess. Fair enough. I don't know. I didn't watch Shawshank Redemption still. I'm closed-minded towards it, even though Hassan says, is that the one that it's an emergency that I watch it? Or is that the other one? (laughs) Absolute emergency. <laughs> you got a few emergencies. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption's an emergency and Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, I do want to. I have been want. I've wanted to watch Nightmare Before Christmas since I was a kid. Yeah. But it seemed kind of like bad. So my parents, my mother didn't let me watch it, I guess. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But it's time. I know. Those are. Oh, and Inglorious. Inglorious. Bastards. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It's an emergency. Okay. (laughs) I like some of that guy's movies. You saw Uncle Tom, too? Uh, You know what? I Some of it. Okay. Um, I heard it's available on even Amazon now. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to go through Salem, whatever. I think I was going on YouTube, but it would only play parts. Oh. And then it would... uh, Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, I think you have to pay... To see it somewhere, yeah, somewhere or another. It's not so much the paying for me. It's that I'm like, it's just short attention span. I, th- or? I think just difficult to get to to where I got to go to get it. Oh, okay. But oh, I know okay. it's on a website, and, right? True. You know, but I know. <laughs> it's just laziness. Yeah, I understand that though. Right on, man. Uh. So phony, this, uh, this, when was America great? It wasn't great for blacks. Yes, it was. It was better for them. What a shame. Go see it, you cheap man, says, uh, Strifecast. Hassan hasn't seen it yet? No, he's not cheap. He's just trifling. (laughs) 
promo code Jesse. I don't think that's the promo code anymore. I don't think that works. And I, don't th- I think it was promo code JLP, maybe? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so... And I like that Brian Cranston guy. He's fun to watch. And I honestly don't even mind when they put this SJW stuff in these shows. I don't mind it. I see it as sort of a... Um, like, I went and watched Hidden Figures in the theaters. I even watched Sa- Selma. I almost called it Salem. With the, all these black movies. And it's really, you know, contrived. You could call it cringy. I don't cringe at it, really. But it's so contrived with the, when they put the social justice type stuff in it. I watched this one show where the, this old man refers to homeless people as the unhoused community. The unhoused community, meaning like homeless people. That's a newfangled word, politically correct, kiss up to the, kiss up to the SJWs type word, that instead of homeless bums, the, the unhoused, our unhoused neighbors. <laughs> I don't mind that stuff. It's interesting. It's kind of like I'm, I'm looking at it as a study of culture and culture manipulation and propaganda because it doesn't really affect me, I don't think. Even though I, I know how to kiss up to it. <laughs> and dis- I know how to disavow. Uh, that stuff doesn't really bother me. So, anyway. Yeah, Hidden Figures is a good film. You liked it too? Yeah. I saw it <laughs> in theaters as well. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> That's, Hidden Figures is the one where it had the three NASA gals. Black NASA gals. And one of them was that pretty one who sings, I think, right? She's a singer. Yeah, uh, Janelle Monet. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked their put-on accents. Wasn't it cute? Like, cute little uh, country accents. Sounding all country. And it's based charming. Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Kevin Costner was in it. <laughs> based. We, throw, we use the term loosely, guys. <laughs> Poor Kevin Costner, man. But just don't have high expectations of, of people, and then you understand you're fine with them. You can appreciate their talent and enjoy the stuff. Um, since I have you, Hassan, let me jump down to... Uh, did you know that there was complaints? And then I'll get to Trump about black Americans. Did you know that there were complaints about... Uh, who's that girl? Who's, who's the girl that we prefer to Beyonce? Rihanna! <laughs> Yes, we prefer Rihanna to Beyonce, at least musically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I only know the hits, but some of the hits. But Rihanna, there were complaints. Let me see. Rihanna. Okay. This Poison Sex Super Bowl halftime show draws FCC complaints. And this was from, like, a Friday or two ago. Um... Many, enjoy, many viewers enjoyed Rihanna's halftime performance, so claims degenerate CNN, <laughs> without citing evidence. They say that many enjoyed it without citing any evidence, although maybe many of them work there, and passionately sung along to every song. And CNN put the period on the wrong side of the parentheses here, by the way, just a side note. Uh, some others, however, believed it was too sexualized. Did you pick up on that at all? Hassan, that it was too, perhaps too sexualized? 
I did. I did see the. Um, She's kind of like rubbing her, her private area, or something. Did you see that? Or oh, did, you didn't even see that. Yeah, I did. I saw that, and I saw the outrage of the. Uh, yeah, the complaints. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, it was a little. You know, but you kind of are used to all that, so you're desensitized. Well, I mean, <laughs> and I don't know if it was. Um, do you have something I'm supposed to show on that? No, I don't oh, have okay. any. We we did show it like the day after. Yeah, we did show, I and I I blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, but it was like a guy who had the quartering, who's been on the Jason Lee Fallen State with Jason Lee Peterson. He had like this six second clip where she's just putting her hand on the, around her private area. Yeah, and it's a six second thing, so it's just looping over and over again. So it might have just been a six second portion where she was doing that and then the whole rest of it she wasn't doing anything yeah so like it made it seem worse to me that he was like highlighting it like that i'm like i don't want to look at that <laughs> but anyway honestly it could have been a lot worse right yeah i think what she was wearing i mean probably due to her being pregnant uh-huh. um was I, I suppose Modest. as decent as possible <laughs> with being pregnant, but uh, yeah. it could have been a lot worse, I think. So people submitted complaints to the what federal regulators, FCC, I would guess. Yeah. Federal Communications Commission. And, you know, like kids watch these things, but it seems like every time they, they have, you know, somebody called my show about the Janet Jackson one where she kind of, they called it a, I don't know, whatever they called it, whatever. But she showed too much, and supposedly it was an accident. No, people speculate that it may not have been. And, but there's just so, these are like some of the worst people in general, you know? Like, they don't set good examples, and they speak up for the wrong things. I remember Beyonce was dressed up in black and had these Black Power type people, <laughs> Black Panther yeah. types. And it was like, and they're kind of anti-police and supporting Black Lives Matter. That was more, that's worse, arguably, I don't know, than the sexualized. And she was kind of half naked, too. JLP was talking about how she was half naked, I remember. Yeah. And I think it's, but yeah, it's, you know, kids do or used to watch it. I ha- I've lost interest in even watching the Super Bowl at all. I used to like to watch it as a kid, and then I learned that the that the commercials were really good, like funny sometimes, like the frogs, but but <laughs> wise or <laughs> I'm like, whoa, commercials are and are actually entertaining and not annoying. That's true. <laughs> On the Super Bowl, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've actually went back and watched it again, and yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. I was just more upset from a creative standpoint. I think that the songs she sang, yeah, um, I don't know. I think it could have been a better, a better list. song selection. Yeah, and just like the order and. Did she sing that one about hopeless, hopeless place? You know what? I don't think so. Oh, she didn't sing that one. Did she sing? I don't think so. That and that's what's so. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I like that song. I feel like there was a <laughs> lot of missed 
Yeah. Like, and then she did certain songs that I don't think it was for that platform. Oh, I don't think it, you know. I don't know. I just think it was whoever, like they were too somber, maybe or not somber. or just like uh, like she almost has two songs that are exactly the same to oh, me. Oh, okay. That are like basically strip club type uh, songs. Oh, and it's just not. I don't know if. Then the one isn't even that popular, <laughs> and she opened the show with it. Oh, and I'm just like that. Just that was a mishap. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, but and you really like her music. I well, it's I like who she. Yes, <laughs> you like her aesthetic, her musical. Yeah, aesthetic. I like what she represents as like. A, yeah, like I I like. Her. The character she represents. <laughs> <laughs> How do you mean by that? Out of curiosity. Like, um, like I'm not a big fan of Billie Eilish's music. Okay. But I like her, uh, like, avatar character in, like, the game of life. Like, that character needed needed <laughs> to be there. Okay. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, I, I always liked the songs that came out on the radio from Rihanna. Yeah. And then I heard that she forgave her father on the Jason Lee Peterson show of, of all places. I heard that she forgave her father after the Chris Brown uh, successfully defended her, himself against her. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I think that Maybe was... Maybe a little too successfully. I'm not sure. And Oprah Winfrey or... Oh, yeah. That was talking to Oprah. Or that other lady, that impersonator, Gail. Oh, yeah. Gail King. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was talking to Oprah, and Oprah kind of messed up, messed it up. But JLP's like, yeah, she's she's right. She needed to forgive her father. Yeah. So, what a mess. Um, but it wasn't politicized. That's nice, really. But it was degenerate enough that people got people complained. I don't know. I I haven't watched it, so I can't really say other than that six second clip or three second clip that looked kind of bad. Yeah, that was the. But worst. what do you expect? That was I mean, the really the worst of it. To be yeah, honest. right. As far as physicality, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then by strip club songs, what do you mean? They just the beat is strip clubby, or the yeah uh, the beat and the, the lyrical lyrics. content. Okay, like she has two songs that are like, in my opinion, the exact same song. Uh huh. And they're fine songs, but you at the Super Bowl, I think it's supposed to be more family friendly or it's not even celebratory about, or it's not even that. It's that they're like they serve the same uh like purpose. It's for, redundant to have two both. of them. Yes. Is, and, was one of them a good selection to have just one of them there? Yes, the one she did second later okay. on in the thing yeah. was because that song was more successful, number one. Okay. And um, <laughs> it didn't open up with that. She right. opened up with, like, it's just, yeah, it's just a horrible, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just not a good opener. Interesting, and then, man. and then I think there were songs like you just said. We found Love in a Hopeless Place. Right. Even though I don't like that song, how do you not do that at the Super Bowl? Everybody knows that song. Yeah. Yeah. And again, maybe she did. She did do a lot. Did it, she do Shine Bright Like a Diamond? She ended with that. Okay. That was good. All right. That felt like a 
good ending. <laughs> you know. It's funny. That, I would have done that in the curation. I don't know why I'm so interested in this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. I'm somewhat of a fan. Uh, you know, I, I heard one song by that. I guess it's uh, Starships Were Meant to Fly. And I thought that that was Rihanna because it sounds similar. Her voice sounds similar. Yeah. Or the shy guy. You're so shy. Something, 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 that's uh, Nicki Minaj, right? Yep. But they sound, when she first came out, Nicki Minaj first came out to my consciousness, it was, uh, I was like, whoa, Rihanna's rapping all fast and rapping. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Rihanna. <laughs> Just like when Adele came on the scene, I'm like, Amy Winehouse is back from the dead? Or why are they playing Amy Winehouse songs? Because yeah. Adele sounds kind of like Amy Winehouse. That's true. Except not the same style. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, man. Lana Del Rey. Oh, true, huh? Oh, man. Anyway. I'm surprised Adele hasn't done a Super Bowl. She hasn't, huh? She's British. She doesn't belong. <laughs> this is American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to only put our most degenerate black uh, American females and pro-gay, supposedly white, not Christian, like uh, not Hoobastank, Maroon 5. Maroon 5 yeah. yeah. And now that Jay Z is uh, seemingly, he's kind of in charge of the Super Bowl things, halftime shows. Up, yeah. yeah, interesting. Well, thank you, Hassan. I yes, appreciate sir. that, thank man. You. I did like one last thing. I like the Hawaiian guy. I like that Bruno Hawaiian Mars. Guy. Yeah, he did it twice, didn't he? He might have. He did it alongside Maroon Five, I think. I feel like Maroon Five has been there like ten times. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> did you see New Kids on the Block do it? No. Oh, yeah, they did it, I think, one time wow. in the 90s. <laughs> just them? Kids. Yeah, I think just them. Maybe somebody else. Wasn't too. Mark Wahlberg in the... I, I think so. No. Or someone like that. Yeah, Mark and Donnie were in something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, thank you, man. Yes, sir, thank you. <laughs> Pardon us for that strange interlude. Let me get to a call, guys. Uh, JC in Little Rock, Arkansas, on the line. JC, have you called into the Hake Report before? Uh, I've never actually spoke to you. All right on. Welcome to the Hake Report. Thanks for calling, man. Uh, so I'm in the chat as Jalen Aid. I'm the one that keeps telling you to represent your rebel flag. And oh, nice. You out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll please be more free and stuff because I want you to be canceled. I dislike your videos every morning. Really? Are you, are oh, you yeah. trolling me? Are you kidding? No, I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. I made sure I, I put dislike the video on you and Jesse's videos every morning. Wow. What an honor. No. Uh, what I, what I makes want, you... I want to know... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What makes you so interested... What makes you so dedicated to doing that? Uh, so I uh, discovered uh, Jesse's show about two months ago when he was, like, interviewing Tiffany Pollard and stuff, and she was one of my favorites, and I couldn't believe he was a real person. I couldn't believe Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks was a real person. What's her name? Is and her he name had, New York? Tiffany yeah, Pollard? It's New York. Also known as New yeah, York on the Fallen State. Yeah, New York, the Fallen State. It was, uh, was it episode 100 or 200? <laughs> I don't I know. I think it was episode 100 for y'all. Yeah, and I think Monique was two hundred for y'all. Okay. Anyway, 
I'm I'm not saying I'm a fan because I'm going to ask you what your hatred from black people like. Where did that come from? That's a big thing that I'd like to know, James. But yes, I'm also the one that says, uh, "Please dislike." Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, you're saying you That's always fine. tell people please dislike. I thought I I totally thought that you were a white person who liked the rebel no. flag. No, I, I want you to put the rebel flag up because that means you won't get uh, monetization. And that <laughs> means you might get canceled more. Right. And if that can take away your income and make you uh, violent, then yeah. Man, that's that sounds a little bit malicious. Is call oh, no. uh, chat? Can you guys hear him? Press one if you can hear him fine. If he's loud enough, press two if it's too loud. Press three if it's too quiet. Maybe we'll turn him up. I don't know if you're able to. Come, stay, make sure you're close to your phone so people come, so you come across loud and clear, JC. Okay. Thanks, man. And so, I can also speak louder. Yeah, that too. Um, my thing is, you call me malicious. I, I think you are a terrible, horrible person because you claim to be a Christian, but you have a lot of hatred in your heart. I I want you to also understand, I'm also a Christian. I do not hate you. I do not hate Jesse. I strongly dislike y'all, and I strongly pray for y'all. But (laughs) y'all spread some horrible rhetoric that is just horrible, and you all call yourselves Christians. You should be ashamed of yourself. But you're just, but maybe you're not used to hearing people talk normal. Uh you're from Arkansas. How do you? How does this sound hateful to you? Arkansas people uh, isn't isn't that the South where people speak freely? How old are you? Uh, if you don't so mind the, my asking, I'm 29, and we're oh, okay. referred to as Arkansans, what Joel wants to call us, <laughs> right? Uh, yes, we very much speak freely. We all speak freely. I I did not criticize you all uh, utilizing your freedom of speech. I'm glad that you do that. But, it, but I, people I, in the South are supposed I, to be more sensible. Like, like people, people in the, the South, South know that. that know that having criticisms for how bad the blacks they're black the blacks are pretty bad off, and it's like an emergency, and it's been an emergency for decades, and it's only gotten worse. It's kind of like the immigration you know how situation. You sound. There you go, showcasing those wonderful Christian values of yours. But no, it's, but it First is Christian. But it is kind of Christian to be. It is what Christian to be. uh, Stand the things that you do about black people, the criticisms that you say about different races, not just black people. First of all, let me respond to uh, as a black man. Let me respond to what that uh, student did. That student, not because he's a black person, was in the wrong, but because he was a horrible person. Oh, the guy uh, who just mistreated this teacher. Right. I know, but but this is so common. Race. The problem is this is so common. There's so many horrible people among the blacks who are attacking white teachers and white okay. people and one another. It's an emergency. How much is your soul, sir? How much is your soul that you come on here every day and you've been doing it for years to just criticize and attack? How much is your soul really worth to just actually feel like you're this horrible of a person. What's horrible about it? What's horrible about pointing out the horrible... What's horrible about being a racist? What's horrible about spewing hatred? But hey, what's hateful about it? A very hor- Sorry? But what's hateful about it? I'm exhorting 
I'm saying, I'm pointing out that this is what's happening. Like, for example, Scott Adams talked about how, you know, blacks hate whites. And this is what's happening too frequently. This type of uh, violent crime against whites. You have to, like, he's pointing that out. And I'm, I'm pointing out, yeah, he's right. Look at this. And it's, and statistically, he's, he's it's out of control, too. Said, uh, huh? He's the one that said, don't help. Don't uh, continue to help black people, right? That's what uh, the clip you showed today? Yeah, because every time he helps, he's just called racist for it. See, that's horrible. First of all, you shouldn't let somebody uh, corrupt your mindset. You should help people just because you want to help people, not because of the color of their skin or I agree. whatever creed they are. Yeah. You, you should just strive to be a good person and stuff, not to just try to say horrible rhetoric for views on YouTube. But I don't say it for views. I say it because that's what, that's what, how I see it. I'm not selling my soul. Like, you imagine that I'm selling my soul to, for money or something. I'd make more money if I were more palatable. I wouldn't be demonetized if I weren't truth-telling. And, and I'm not talking about people like Joel or uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. Joel. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> Since he calls my state Arkansas or whatever, <laughs> right. I misspell his name. That's funny. Uh, Mispronounce, yeah. But, so you really, and I really also feel like you have a fetish for black women. There's something when it comes to, like, black women, you, <laughs> I feel like you actually want to date one, even <laughs> with your clan hood on, which is a weird thing. Uh, they're mildly attractive sometimes. Why but it's do, not fetish. Uh, uh, don't call it that, man. It sounds all sexual. But anyway. Clarify this for me. Okay. Why, what is it uh, about black people in your life that made you start seeing us in a different way? I've, I've noticed that you, you guys throw around the word racism. Like you, it's kind of like what Brian Cranston said in that clip. Like, it could possibly be construed as racist. It means meaning blacks think that they can read whites' minds and call us racist as if they know what we're thinking and what's in our hearts. But you also And so like when blacks are doing that What's that? You used to also openly say the N word. You used to also I mean you refer to us as the black as if we're and an inferior being instead of us being an equal, right? No, but that's your mind. I'm not saying the blacks is then as though they're inferior. I say the whites too. The whites, the blacks, the Asians, the Hispanics, the Muslims, the Christians. I use them. I use that I, term. I don't. I interrupted, you, I interrupted you on my question. That was my fault. So go ahead. What was it like in your life where you were feeling different about black people outside of us? claiming to always call racism outside of that 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 was a shocking yeah. thing to me to be like and then people okay so one is that blacks will call stuff racist that's like nowhere in anybody's normal imagination racist and then and then whites started and hispanics start treating like treating blacks like they have this sixth sense where only blacks can detect racism how did you feel about this as a black person Whereas, yeah, I'm interested in what you guys think, but I'm not thinking that you have this magical uh, detection of what's racist and what's acceptable and what's not and, and all that stuff. And the same thing with, like, the double standard that you just mentioned about the N-word. Who cares about the N-word? Nobody. It's, I do. 
You you do so you don't say it. No, I don't. You never say it. Man. Do you get do you get mad when other blacks I, say it? Oh, I mean, I get mad in general because I'm a person that's like, if we want the word uh, demolished and stuff, we have to also take control of the word that we have freedom over. So, right. as a black person, I really do not say that word. Uh, does it irritate you when certain, when like black people? call out uh, people being racist for convenience. Being racist like, for convenience? Out of, out of nowhere, a black person will call a non-white person a racist just for their convenience. Being like, oh, they're a racist. They hate black people just because they're black. Does it irritate me when a, I don't understand your question. Say it again. Okay. So say me just randomly knowing you as a white person. Before I saw your show and know that you are a racist, uh-huh. I just randomly said, oh, you're white. You're racist. You hate white people. How would you feel? You're white. You're racist. You hate black people. You would be. You're saying, have I ever that seen be, that? Or That would be me as a black man saying that to you. If I didn't know you before this show uh-huh. or anything, I just randomly walked up to you on the street and pointed to you and was like, Oh, you're racist because you're white. You hate black people. Uh-huh. Okay. How would you feel? How do you feel about uh, when black people do that? I, I, I roll my eyes and I say, typical black, always crying racism over with no evidence, just like what they did to uh, the guy who had the knee on the neck of Georgia, Florida. Uh, and, George Floyd, you got to stop disrespecting the it's, I don't have to, man. I don't have to do anything but stay white and live. No, you you really don't have to stop because again, it's your First Amendment right. But the it, point it's disrespectful, and it's just showing how much of a Christian you are. But Going the people, who, the people who, example, the people who say his name don't respect him. They respect him even less. The George Floyd, George right? The, Floyd, George the people Floyd. who say his name respect him even less because. They don't hold him up to a high standard of of don't be so messed up on drugs and don't be acting erratic with the cops and don't be passing fake twenties twice and and uh, don't be so crazy. Would you like to know uh, why I chose that example of uh, you're white? You're you must be a racist. You you want to know why I chose that example? No, why? Because of your boss, because of the clip of your boss, Jesse Lee, when he was uh, randomly attacking that white woman at that <laughs> a few years ago. Or, uh, and you what took, was it? He and you took that seriously? He, oh, I, I, I saw that clip, dude. No, he was very serious. He also did the same thing in that courtroom you hearing took that about seriously. abortion. Uh-huh. About abortion. He loves to claim. Uh, people are racist and remember that he's black for convenience. They hate <laughs> black people. And That's what himself. you mean. And don't worry. I, and what's, I, I wanted, and what's wrong with that? And what's wrong with that? He's making. He's pointing out how, what a joke it is. And what's wrong with what? Just using your race for convenience but hating yourself otherwise? He doesn't hate himself. Oh, he hates being black. He, he will no, he say, doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. 
Doesn't he always say that... He's pointing out out how silly the blacks are. He's showing an example of how silly the blacks are by using their race for convenience. The blacks do that all the time. He did that. No, blacks do that all the time. And he got called out, and he has yes men like you to back him up. He has yes men like you to back him up. You think that he was serious in that instance. And you have no he idea. Was. You you're just assuming he that he was serious. He was in a court of law. And he did that. He was in a court of law. And he did that. What? You could go through your page. You could go through your page when he was talking about abortion a few years ago, and he just randomly I don't think it was abortion. I don't think it was abortion. I think it was uh, no. I think it was no cash bail. What whatever? What is SBTN? SB10 was no cash bail. He's talking about this guy doesn't care about black people. That's accurate. He doesn't care about black people. He didn't call him racist, by the way. You don't care about black people. No, but... Yeah, I care more about black people than these people getting rid of no cash bail. The people getting rid of no cash bail are for letting the criminals back into the black community so the innocent blacks are more at risk from the criminal Uh, blacks. No, I'm making the point. I'm making the point. Hold on, JC. 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 I'm making the point that that was not just for convenience. That was accurate. Those people are putting blacks at risk. I'm saying uh, your boss did that in a Court, he did it in the court of no, law, and it was accurate what he was saying. No, exactly what he was doing. The same thing he did with that lady at the gun. Rally. That's not the same thing. for convenience, but hates black people. Just no, like those people, JC, in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he mocked the notion of people saying, people being scared of blacks, right? He used that against, he turned the tables on the liberal. Because the liberals like to call people racist, so he turned it back on them. That's what he did at the girl at the the dumb girl at the anti uh, Second Don't Amendment call rally. That lady dumb she is dumb. She's right. stupid. And then and then he, in the in the court, and it wasn't even in court, JC. It wasn't even a court of law. I'm going to put you on hold, JC, because you can't you can't keep your mouth shut when I'm talking. It was not okay. You want me to put you on hold for real? Because I will put you on hold. I'm listening. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. All right. I'm listening. It was not a court of law. It was a pre-vote uh, hearing up in up in Sacramento at the capital of California, talking about uh, talking about um, letting letting criminals out or criminal suspects out with without having to post any cash bail, and that was not just that was not just for convenience. He was calling. He, and he never called them racist. He said, you don't care about black people because blacks are the ones who are suffering the most from the crime that other blacks are doing. But it's beside the point. So that was that was absolutely correct. He wasn't turning the tables on them. He was telling the truth that that very unchristian lawmaker, and I'm blanking on his name, up in California was pretending that he was helping the blacks when he was really helping the criminals. And pretending it was a race thing. He was saying, oh, black and brown. Uh, he, dis- he disconnected. I didn't hang up on him. Well, thank you for your call, JC. He disconnected. He can, I suppose you can call back, but what a mess. I think, though, JC, I think it's JC, right? Jalen B. 
I totally thought he was a white guy who was all into the white thing who liked my rebel, beautiful rebel flag. Um, I think what it is, man, is you have like a female mindset where you are thinking that you can read people's minds. I like black people. <laughs> I'm honoring Black History Month. And, uh, and it's ridiculous how out of control the black-on-white crime is and this black-on-white hatred is, pretending racism is this real thing when you guys are the most so-called racist people ever. Phony. But thanks for calling. You can always call and uh, I'll answer your questions. Anyway. (sighs) Let me get to uh, Justin in Fullerton, California. On the line. Justin, how are you doing, man? Oh, good morning. Doing exceptionally well. How are you? Doing fine, man. Thank you. Oh, I had a... A uh, question about a white man's tax. I'm not sure if it's a term that I just came up with or whatever, but uh, have you ever experienced uh, when you're shopping and uh, a price that you expect is higher than what you would think to pay or n- normally get charged uh, for a product, and at the store you noticed, uh, you know, I'm not sure if you have, but I have where you're, you're being charged more than the other person. And you kind of get used to it, keep it to yourself, but thought maybe you'd uh, ask another white person. And so I, I haven't yet asked another white person, but I was going to ask you, you're white. Do you think uh, there is something like a white man's tax, an overcharge or whatever, for the, for the way you uh, are perceived to be? Uh, yeah, or- depending on the situation, of course. Yeah, people will profile you and charge you a higher rate on different things sometimes i'm sure that happens yeah i wonder where, where, where they learned it from or something i don't know but uh just pointing out you know what happens <laughs> what is happening to whites um and i don't think it's racial i think it's more socioeconomical and um an expectation of uh, if they don't charge, they may be cheating them themselves or not getting a better return on their on their business. And if you want to make more profit, I don't know. But uh, I just was curious why that even uh, is a thing, you know? So I oh, because people are, for, uh, people, are, people are greedy, you know? And they will, uh, they will figure, hey, I can get more money out of this guy. Doesn't that make well, just sense? To be, yeah, it does make sense. But just to be like... Honest, when I experienced that, I thought it was just me. And then I had a friend of mine, and I go to uh, a market store, and, you know, he's got some chips, candy bar, you know, things like that nature. But the specific candy bar, the king size, and it's it's always supposed to be 250 But oh. the son that was at the store made it $4. Whoa. And, yeah. And then I, I was with him that time. Uh-huh. So was, he said, last time I went, the dad gave it to me for 250 and then I said, it's because I'm with you probably. It's four bucks. And the way he said it, just to, just to be clear, he said, oh, you don't have four bucks? And then my friend's like, no, your dad, he's literally counting the money out, giving the 50 cent. Here. And he's okay, that's fine, that's fine. And I was like, see, I shouldn't have walked in with you. And I hate to say that because it's some kind of a reality, but maybe it's my perception. He's like, I don't know. Maybe next time he's going to go back 
and get a candy bar by himself and see if it goes back to that price. And if that's the case, I just think that's wrong. Are, they, are these what, like what, India what, people? India, yes. Yeah, I don't want to say it. Yeah, to me, they definitely don't look Persian, Asian, uh, Euro- European, damn near American. If you know, you count English and they own a business. But I guess they're American, but definitely Indian. And and I think it's sad that from one culture to the next, they just—is it a perception when they were kids in India that that was what it was supposed to be? That you bring but that you don't, same. But you don't necessarily year? have proof that they're just upping the cost just on you. But that's your suspicion. Just on the right, price. and all I could do is say, my friend, go back again, see if you still get your price, the price you get uh, each and every time and without me. And I'll go again, and that's all I could do is test it and see if it comes back at a higher rate. But if other than that, you'd have to have like a camera, or you'd have to have other, pe- other people in different places. Just to, I, don't know, I don't know how you prove something, but I would think that there's something consciously in a culture of, of yeah, of immigrants, um, that are used to doing that. You know, I went to Indonesia, I've traveled to Mexico, I've left Orange County to where you're at in L.A., and I see a lot of that same trick- trickery going on, you know? In Orange County, I don't see much of it, but here and there, a couple right. of spot, cities are talking to you. I don't know, I don't know what that is about, but it doesn't seem appropriate. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe talk slower, dress poorer. <laughs> uh, when you go to places, no, maybe you, you should, get, oh, maybe you should try to barter with them. They're like, no, this is not. This is not four bucks. It's two fifty. You yeah, can say like that like, because like, some, some cultures do barter like that and be like, no, come on, two fifty or two dollars, two dollars. Come on. Well, that's or, what yeah, that's what my friend did. He was like, no, what? It was just just last time. And uh-huh. the guy's like, well, you don't you don't have four four? He said, I only have. He's like, no, I, I just, he said, last time it was this, well, that's what your dad charged me. That's what it is. Uh-huh. And he's like, okay. He gave, he gave in. He gave in, yeah, because nice. my friend who's a minority didn't give up and said, you know, yeah, 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 uh, what about last time, you know? And so, I don't know, is it whites? We're just too used to the idea that we've got to take care of other people uh, uh, to hook them up. Some whites, are, some whites are overly trusting or weak or... Uh... Hmm. Or um, just pay it without questioning, or just want to hurry up, or they have the money, or they don't not really paying attention, and all kinds of different things. So, I think that whites are seen as an easy mm. target if what you're saying is is accurate, and I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt that this type of thing happens, and especially to whites because they I, see I, whites I, as suckers. Yeah, and I'm wondering is that true that there's a view that you're just a sucker, not negotiating, or is it the view that you are wealthier, richer, more powerful, so I need to take from that, you, and you, you owe it to me? Some, that, too. I'm sure that there, that's stuff. some people think that way. I'm, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Well, that's a sickness that needs to get cured, and you can't, you can't cure that with education or well, with can, money or citizenship. You can you cure, cure it by protecting sickness. yourself and maybe well, not, yeah. even going, yeah. not even going to convenience stores in the first place if you can help it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, Better to go to Ralph's up, or Stater Brothers. Yeah, you end up paying through the nose anyway. I mean, Ralph's, is, Ralph's is, and Stater Brothers, I'm sure those people are, I would imagine, those are big enough commie capitalist companies that they're screwing America too. Sorry, kids. You know what probably I mean? Probably bigger ones the out there like Walmart. Probably bigger ones like Walmart where they transport items that were, were done from slaves and literally I'm okay with slavery. their country. My, so we my can only, purchase something I'm okay cheap. with slavery. My only issue is that Walmart is, is uh, I don't know, they, they pull different shenanigans. Like, um, what do I not like Walmart for? They, 
cave to the getting rid of guns. Um, yeah, they did that. Stuff like They're that. They're not union. They're not union. I'm and okay with not being sell, union. That's good. Do you shop at Walmart? Rarely. But I'm, Rarely, not, yeah. I'm not against it. It's just that there's not one nearby. I just go to Vaughn's. Yeah, nobody's against not saving. I mean, nobody's not against uh, that. No, I mean, I, would, I boycotted my... Sam's Club after they did that thing against the woman who was accused of calling of saying the N-word. Oh. I boycotted them for a while. But I just well, what I noticed is Costco is the only big box store, not like Target or Walmart, that uh, doesn't have a big big problem with crime and and uh, uh, big RV campers outside with homeless people uh, because Walmart doesn't tell those people the way at night, lets them sleep there. A certain demographic of people are seen there. The, the worker gets fifteen an hour to say welcome to Walmart, and I there's heard high crime. Costco, you mean? High- oh, okay. Yeah, Walmart, interesting, man. But not at Costco. You get arrested at Costco. Quick. Nice. I did That's not know not that. Crime. And I heard that yeah. Costco was owned by a liberal. I could be wrong. Owned by a liberal. Oh, well, okay. I know Starbucks is a very successful business. and uh, Owned by a liberal. He's a liberal. Yeah. He's a liberal, too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, li- liberal thoughts are fine. I'm more of a moderate. But a being, I mean, being <laughs> conservative or being a moderate or whatever is what makes the whole face of America. You can't have a segregated group of people that say we're the real Americans. No. So there's, there's just a certain more people are, are likely to, uh, have liberal thoughts or a libertarian mindset and where others may have more of a conservative, um, whatever terminology you want to come up with. But these terms are the face of America and our indigenous people, the ones that were pilgrims that founded the country, uh-huh. uh, were, were were the indigenous people, but they they somehow together with the, the natives of this country, Indians or whatever you call them, found a way to make it work out. And there's just a lot of nativist reactionary uh, crime toward toward the the, the white um, perception. And I think the white perception is that they're not American, and you you're the the true American, and there there's a buck back against that as opposed to where in the beginning assimilation was what was prouded, one country, one language, right. you know, and, and under one God. And that kind of stuff has changed, and therefore the face of Americans has changed. We've been perceived as arrogant, loud, this, that, the other. And it's not really all of Americans that are true Americans that are doing it. It's people residing in America right. who are the imitators of who they perceive real Americans are. I appreciate the call, Justin, in Fullerton, California. Be careful out there and uh, watch yeah. your wallet. Watch your back and watch your wallet. Appreciate yeah, sir, you, man. I got that. Take care, Thank man. You, sir. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Man. Man. Let me let Maze in for one or two minutes here. Maze, my favorite caller in the sundown town of Dayton, Ohio. You're on the line. I'm sorry, I can only give you like a minute. Go ahead. You know it only take me a minute. You need them to watch more than your wallet. You need to be watching your bank because you got thieves in there too that's stealing from people. True. And uh, I also, hear. what I wanted to just, uh, talk about Jack, um, Jesse and uh, the man. What was the name of the movie you said? Larry Elder, Chad yeah. Jackson, now, Uncle they Tom. They do too. not represent nothing in the South. Neither one of them. Yeah, they do. Because they have their own opinions, and I call it is their thought. Their thoughts, but not our thoughts. So you go to their <laughs> families sure. and see what they have to say. Say again? About what happened back in those days. And what is Red Lightning, James? 
Redlining is where we did not allow allow blacks in certain neighborhoods. I heard something like that. Oh, oh, that's what that's what they called it. I heard. Oh, okay. You 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 don't know that that's a thought, or do you know? I don't know but for it's sure. Still going on. I've. It's still happening. What's wrong with it? Is anything wrong, wrong with, with it? it? Because <laughs> I explain this: when a person doing the same job and one person making more money than the other person, which they should be making an equal salary. Says who? Something's wrong with that. Says who? That gets straightened out. You can talk about somebody beating up somebody when you can find a a white person messing with a black person every day. Jesus told a parable. Jesus told a parable. Jesus told a parable where he paid people who worked eight hours and one hour the same amount of money, exactly the same amount of money. And you're you're right. There were grumblers who felt that that wasn't right. But the but the master has a right to do what he wants with his money. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. You always want to be a master to tell other people what to do. <laughs> other people don't need you all to tell them what to do. Want to be the master? The master is dead. When slavery, as you say, slavery, the master died. Then there's nobody looking for a master except those people that live way out in the in the woods where they don't have no street lights. Uh-huh. They're always looking for a master like Art them because they never had nothing good to say about themselves, and they're always looking for a master to tell them what to do. So most black people not looking for a master. They never wanted one. And so making America great again is a long ways away to making it the way it used to be because it'll never happen. There is no master. Okay, man. And then when it comes to when you're trying to tell us what to do, we don't need you to tell us what to do. We know how to think for ourselves and tell them shorthand writers that's in this chat. Write words and not shorthand. (laughs) What's wrong with the IQ? Okay, you have a good one. Thank you, Maze. Appreciate you. Take care. Uh,. Shout out to me. Um, let me double check the super chats, guys. Evil is real. Gave a super chat saying the bad guts. I think he meant bad guys. Win in Inglorious Bastards. Sad face. Um, yeah, probably so. Or you know, lots of losing. Lots of losing in the world. <laughs> guys, this has been the Hake Report. I appreciate you joining. Just double-checking for Super Chats everywhere else. So many places to check. Uh, I'm Troubled in Mind by Spiritual Workshop Paris. Happy Black History Month. (laughs) Adios, America. When